today is Death Friday, as I like to call it, where we get our death pool picks going early. Right. But also starting it off with a state execution last night. Yeah. The murder uh, Oscar Ray Bolin was put to death last night at about 10 p.m. after what I never understand, a, a final right. a final stay, like a last-ditch effort to stop it. Like, like what are you going to get? Another eight hours out of it? Because it was supposed to happen at 6. Yeah. It was it was scheduled to happen at 6, and then whatever happened, and this and that, and then around 10 o'clock. Much night. like the execution of Lovey Smith that happened just after <laughs> 10 o'clock. Yeah. Uh, so, I don't know. I, I I think that I would choose death over a prolonged uh, jail sentence, like a like a life sentence. I think that's easy to say. I think as miserable as it would be to be locked away for the rest of your life, you're still alive. You ever get in bed like when you're in a bad mood? This is gonna sound some teenage girl of me, <laughs> but you ever get in a bed when you're in a bad mood and you're so comfortable and you just want to sleep? You just want to sleep all day. Yeah. yeah that, if the, if they said here, take this pill and go sleep all day, I'd be like later. But don't they force you to do stuff? Like, don't they have? I think they have. Like, you have to have. You have to go outside for a certain amount. Where in jail? Yeah. No, they give you. you Depending on what your lockup is, uh, they they you get an hour outside. uh, You know, outside. uh, Depending, I'm talking about like maximum security. But uh, but you you can opt for jobs. They can't make you do anything. You can opt for for jobs where they pay like four cents an hour. Um and you know you can go to school you can do things like that they even have computers in there now they're, in fact I think jail is getting too easy for people and <laughs> yeah, I, would I mean stay but they try they're trying to make it where you're better for it when you get out so you have a job and you learn how to do that stuff you could have a GD GED course you could do these different things but really it's mostly hey how can I get stuff s- snuck yeah. in yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> try how do I keep things out of my butt right is what uh, what it would be for jail for me uh so here's how it went down. And I also like that the families of the victims go out there. Like, if if someone killed my kid, which he did, he murdered a a, a woman, uh, and and her mother was there. And I would want to look him right in the eye as his last breath goes away. And the only thing that would bother me is that I didn't get to choke him to death. Right. Yeah. You know, that's genuinely how I feel. Uh, the justice denied the appeal just before 10 p.m. last night. Injections of the chemicals, medazolam hydrochloride. Vercuronium bromide and potassium chloride started at 10.05 p.m. Don't mix those together. Mm. (laughs) You can take any one of those, I think, but don't mix them together. According to the St. Pete Times, Boland's eyes closed, Uh and not a minute later, his mouth fell wide open. Mm. Uh, A prison official shook Boland by the shoulder (laughs) and had no response. Uh, His breathing grew more labored. He appeared to stop breathing by 10.13 p.m. That's when the doctor entered the execution chamber at 10.15. Boland's execution day preparation started when, Galvin? If he was supposed to go at 6 o'clock. Preparation started at 8 a.m. According to the St. Pete Times, the the preparation started Thursday when he awoke at 6 a.m. Oh. According to prison officials, he spent three hours with his wife, Rosalie Boland. This is the best story ever. Uh, He spent three hours with her from 8 to 11. She was a former member of his defense team who left her prominent Tampa husband to marry him a decade ago. Happens all the time. Happens all the, uh, what's his name? Eccles from the uh, West Memphis. Memphis But he was innocent. Damien Eccles, he, he was innocent. And he and uh, uh, but when I this woman this guy is a murderer and he's a lunatic and he has probably killed more people than he's being punished for 
and she is a she is a lawyer who is on a legal team and married to a prominent Tampa guy, and she left for this lunatic. She this lady was on his legal team and then wound up marrying him. But Eccles, yeah, yeah. But the thing is, is that I don't she, know if you spend a lot of time in, uh, in just close because, quarters. Just because uh, Pearl Jam tells me he's innocent doesn't make it. I so. believe everything Pearl Jam says. Well, let's ask Eddie Vedder. Should we kill him? Yes, Eddie says yes. I'm sorry, you have to die. <laughs> Uh, from noon to two, Bolin met with his spiritual advisor, Brother Dale Rosinelli, a yeah. prison official, said that Bolin was calm and in good spirits. He then ate his last meal, a ribeye steak, medium rare, a baked potato with butter and sour cream, a salad made of iceberg lettuce, cucumber and tomato, baked garlic bread, lemon meringue pie, and a bottle of Coca-Cola. Why waste a salad? Like, I, if you're going to die, just go out and have... Some have people like salad. Salad's good. Like, if you're having uh, uh, protein, like a, a ribeye or something like that, and you have the potato, a little salad mix in there. Yeah. Plus, I'm sure you put a bunch of ranch on oh, it. Or you'll, you'll be happy to know Bolin ate half the steak and potato and nibbled on the salad, according oh. to the St. Pete Times. I like, to, what, like to mix. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. You like to mix it up it's a little bit. called a perfect bite, yeah. yeah. Is that what you would go with for your last meal? Would it be a ribeye steak and potatoes? I don't want anything that's going to make me poop my pants. Well, I, I think, think that happens regardless, right? Because once you, like, that's why when you get, yeah. like, knocked unconscious, you lose control of your body. I don't know. Movements. Everybody says that, but I've seen people die in front of me, and they didn't crap their pants. It depends. I think it depends on whether you have to go. Or well, you're holding one? Yeah, I mean, because... Whether you got one in the chamber before you go out? Right, because at any time, you could probably, if uh, if you had to, if I said, hey, for a million dollars, if you can go go to the bathroom right now, you probably could, yeah, whether you have to right immediately. Or yeah, not. yeah. I never believed that, and then my brother got in a fight in high school, and he left a little... <laughs> evidence in his pants afterwards but he got knocked out and that's why and we're like wow that's weird and he goes yeah i, I had to go beforehand got knocked out and then i woke yeah. up and there's a little uh, remember hoppy did it when he was hanging out with matt from horn blast <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah and that ufc fighter that amateur ufc fighter that's too. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah that was a lot that guy oh, yeah. he had the flu or something yeah, yeah. he had the that. flu you should that should be part of your thing <laughs> hit the pads hit the bathroom yeah. <laughs> that's a good defense though you don't want to hit a guy that's doing that to himself do no, you? I'm not gonna although guys. I've said I'll knock the crap out of you. That's true. And if you do it, you're like, oh, man. I can't believe it. It's a good thing I, I didn't say I'll knock your head off. John, uh, for the uh, football punches, punched Carmen so hard she farted. That's yeah, right. That's true. That's Which right. That, was, that was a precursor. That was when we first knew Carmen was uh, fun. When we first knew that she was, uh, uh, you look very nice. That's a nice shirt. What is she wearing? Thank you. Oh. You look very nice. Thank you. Thank you very much. Remember when John punched you and you farted? Yeah, I do remember that. That was so much fun. It was silent, though. It was. Yeah, it was know. silent. Galvin, you know? Galvin I, I got it. Because she was standing here. It happened, whatever. We were talking. I just went, oh, what? What is that? And she turned all red. And I go, oh, my God. She farted. And she goes, yeah. <laughs> that was great. That's been our goal with football punches ever since. Yeah. To try to punch a fart out of Carmen. <laughs> Anyway, Oscar A. Bolin is uh, dead today. He started uh, his his criminal life. Well, I don't know when it started, but this is what he gets in trouble for. Uh, he he killed this woman who was a night manager at Church's Fried Chicken in Tampa. As if that isn't enough, you got to get. She vanished after a shift there in 1986. She was found later that day in the orange groves off of 41. She had been stabbed ten times. Oh, uh, yeah, that's terrible. Uh, and then Collins, a senior who sang in the chorus at Chamberlain High School, she was last seen walking to her car in Carrollwood outside of the uh, drugstore where she used to work. And then her body was found a month later off of Morris Bridge Road wrapped in sheets and towels. She'd been stabbed and her skull had been crushed. Mm. Uh, that was the same day that Matthews disappeared. So he got both of them in one day. 
So this guy was terrorizing Pasco County. Uh, her car was found with the engine still running outside of the Land O'Lakes post office, which is not even a mile from my house. Uh, so this guy uh, should have should have been killed back sometime in the in the 90s, but they kept him alive because they believe he's responsible for other murders, and I guess they were trying to get info out of him. Yeah. And that's why he's managed to escape for so long. But now, guess what? He's dead. You know who got to watch it? Who? Uh, Lloyd Sowers. Oh, yeah? Yeah. So he tweeted yesterday that he was going out there to watch the execution, and I uh, direct messaged him, and I wanted to get him on the air. I'd love to talk to somebody to find out what that's like. Well, remember uh, when John Wilson was in, and he was there for Ted Bundy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, and I, w- I would love to hear what it's like to be the process of going in like it was, but Bundy was, you know, 30 years ago. Right, right? yeah. Uh, I'd love to see him find out from Lloyd what, you know, what it was like yesterday or from church, pretty much like the description here. I, I wouldn't want to see that unless it was somebody who harmed uh, that somebody. You knew. That, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because otherwise, yeah, I don't think you're getting that out of your head, you know. I don't know if they were like, hey, we found this guy that killed... Uh, a bunch of babies, I'd be like, all right, I'll take a look at that. Yeah. Why don't you cut his head off? Uh, so we have to do our death pool picks today, too. So that's a death. And then did you hear about the other death? Um. Oh, man. Did, did a death elude me? Yes, probably. Maybe. I don't know whether you know it or not. I don't. Uh, here's a little theme music, too. Maybe. Oh, this is it. I did hear about this. Schneider. The great Pat Harrington, responsible yes. for one character in his entire career. No, I guess he was also on a uh, uh, soap opera for quite some time when he was older. Was he? Yeah, Guiding Schneider? Light. Guiding Light. I, I guess don't know. I think it was. Yeah, yeah, because that's uh, they had it listed. And they go Guiding Light. Look what? at this side of the room. They have, they don't know nothing about Schneider. No, no. Nope. I don't even know Guiding Light. I Do you think know I'll- One Day at a Time? I, I've heard of it, but I've never seen it. My grandma used to watch. We get when my grandma moved in with us when we were younger. My dad built a wing on the side of the house, and that's where we go for Necco wafers and to watch the Golden Girls. Oh, so I get to watch all these old lady. Programs. Golden Girls is a great show. Yeah, it is. Golden Fantastic Girls still holds writing, up. Great yeah. acting. Yeah. Uh, let me tell you about uh, one day at a time. You want to talk about a movie? There was one day at a time, and there was Alice. Two shows that really defined the seventies. Single working mothers. Yep. And uh, Bonnie Franklin took Valerie Bertinelli. Little redhead. Uh, little little lesbian redhead. Yeah, well, uh, I guess you would call her a spark plug. <laughs> and her uh, <laughs> drug-addicted teenage daughter and her uh, hot yet little chubby preteen daughter. Right. And she moved them to, to change their lives, find a new day, get away from that evil man in their lives, mm-hmm. and go and move to an apartment and start over. This is it. And then uh, Alice... <laughs> She had her son. Yeah, she was a waitress, though things weren't as good for Alice as they were for no for the. She had her son Tommy, who looked like a uh, young Tom Petty a little bit. <laughs> yeah, he had the big chopper. Uh, and then uh, worked in the diner with Mel, who was very abusive. Mel was one of the greatest. Mel and Fred Mertz on a show together would that show could just be called punching women <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> yeah he would yell at them they, they he was the cook it was yeah. mel's diner he owned he owned the place he right? owned it. it was mel mel yeah. sharples owned mel's diner and uh he would yell at us, stow it you dingy broad yeah and, oh, you yeah. dingbat <laughs> he was really, carmen he there was a woman carmen like you on the show and uh she was very sweet not the not the uh, most schooled woman if you will her yes. name was vera vera and uh was it vera Is yeah it's vera vera and um, she, when she did math, she had to draw air numbers to try uh-huh. to figure it out. I do too. And he, yeah, I know, right? And then when he got mad at her, he'd, he'd call her a dingbat and he'd yell at her. And 
And then there was Sassy uh, Flo. Flo was my Sassy, grits. yeah, she was Southern. And that was the that, that was the only thing that you could respond to, stow it, you dingy broad. If he said stow it, she'd go, kiss my grits. Yeah, but she winded up, though. She delivered it. She'd go, mail, and you knew it was coming. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Kiss my grits. Uh, oh, the place would go crazy. And you had the uh, regulars. You had, uh, what was oh, his name? Oh, I can't picture any of the regulars. But it was a little guy with Cleo? the glasses. Wasn't it Cleo or something like that? I don't know. I, yeah. I don't I don't know. Who I would know. be in there all the time? There was, there was Alice, there was Flo, and there was Vera, and then Flo left. Right. Flo thought she was too cool for the show. It was her cousin or sister? Or they brought in another sassy Southern woman who I want to say it wasn't, but she's the one. she was on... Wasn't she on uh, Roseanne a little later on? I don't know. She looks like the broad that was no, in she Raging wound up, Bull. I think she wound up being on uh, Three's Company also. I think she was on there as well. She was like Chrissy's cousin or Let me see her. I'll be something. able to. Look, there's Mel. Mel looks like a young Dice Clay. Yeah. That's Flo. That's Alice, who the show is named after, and that's Dingbat. Yeah. Vera. Oh, I'd give it to Flo. Flo looks pretty cute. Oh, yeah, yeah. Flo- the, one, the one that came in to replace Flo also plays... Uh, Cam's mother on Modern Family. So she's still acting. She's still doing the stuff. I saw her uh, I, the, when Conan was on NBC. I went to go see a taping of that show. Yeah. And then when I left, she was in the NBC building. But I think she was probably going to see it to show, too. I don't think she was <laughs> a, a guest or anything. There is a uh, old T. I, I don't know what the channel is called, but I have it on Bright House where it shows all in the family. And then uh, what was the show with the guy that's the butler for the governor's mansion? Benson. 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 I started watching these episodes, and, man, they were some offensive things going on in the 70s and 80s that people just- How could you say that? Benson was a butler, and he ended up being the governor. Well, not, yeah. not Benson. All in the family. The guy was very angry, and he did not like- I was waiting for him to drop the F-A-G word at any moment. Every oh, that time. was allowed in the 70s. I know, and now TV's not fun anymore. You can't watch that stuff. Um, uh, Celia Winston, by the way, is that uh, lady's name. Oh, I don't even know her. Here. Here's, uh, here's the other depressing theme song. You know what, though? Let it build up. Because there's a new girl in town. I left my husband. And I don't need a man in my life. I got I got waitress skills. And me and my son Tommy are going to start a new life. Didn't she sing this song, too? I don't know. Here we go, everybody. This will get you out of bed on a Friday morning, ladies. Wow, go ahead and ask for that raise today. Don't be held back by the man. Her son, Tommy, the brother of uh, Joe Polnicek from yes. Facts of Life. Mm-hmm. Thank you very much. Uh, also, a uh, little bit of a mix-up of my name, because her actual name, Alice's name, was Linda Glavin. Oh, really? Linda Glavin, oh. yeah. Linda Lavin. Lavin, that's right. <laughs> uh, so where do, where do we start with this? Oh, Schneider's dead. Schneider's dead. Schneider, <laughs> Schneider played the uh, maintenance guy. In the yeah, he was the maintenance guy. This was the white version of Good Times. Bookman. <laughs> yeah, because it was Bookman. Yeah. You had the guy. And, uh, who's hanging out with the, the janitor, the maintenance guy? Okay, but from a, as a guy who grew up in an apartment building, we all hung out with the maintenance guy. Really? Oh, f- no joke. Flo, my neighbor Flo, Flo Backman, uh-huh. it was believed that she was banging the maintenance guy. Oh, yeah? <laughs> yeah, big black dude. And um, you, you, those guys worked for the state, so they just kind of hung around all day. I just imagine he would come out of her apartment, and you guys would be in the hallway, and he'd wipe his hands, and he goes, just fixing her pipes. <laughs> <laughs> he was... Um, 
He was a big black dude, and she was a big drinker. Yeah. And I, I believe that she used to bang the maintenance guy all the time oh, in the day. Wow. Yeah. And then, uh, yeah. And then for some reason, our light bulbs in our hall always got changed right away. Oh yeah. Yeah. It was good. Thank you, Flo, for. Did doing you see it. that story? Of the uh, the I don't know if it was the janitors or the maintenance men in a uh, state-run government uh, housing project that were demanding sex. From the tenants in order to change things like light bulbs. They were going around and demanding that they get treats from ladies yeah. so that they can put the light bulbs in. And the stuff like proper that. response. Can we get a light bulb in here? The proper response is, what are you going to do for me? Yeah. I, yeah. Well, and the, that was what they did for him. I remember the first time I ever beat up an adult was when I was probably about like in fifth grade. My mother took us to a Yankee game in the Bronx. And uh, it was we were poor as hell, so when we we had to park in a parking garage, uh-huh. and it was like you know half a mile away from Yankee Stadium, we had to walk there afterwards. And we got there, and my mother had a flat on her Dodge Aspen, and there were two drunk guys in the parking lot also leaving the game, and they uh, were helping out. And I remember the guy made a couple of "Well, I'll help you out if you help him out" comments. Oh, but it also turned out that it was Yankee Bat Day. Oh. And in my mind, at 11 years old, I was like, I will bash this guy's brains in with this right. giant, heavy, wooden giveaway bat that the Yankees gave me. Would have been a great story. I probably would have been honored by the Yankees. I <laughs> yeah, saved a potential that, rape. That's how it Yeah. Was. Oh, I'm yeah. sure. George Steinbrenner, when he was alive, he would have read that. And he would have been like, come here. Come here. If only a guy like he was around when Cosby was raping all these women, <laughs> he would have saved everybody. Plus, it was the 70s. You could just kill people. Yeah. There's no DNA. People no, I just left them on the roof. Yeah. Nobody believed the kid did it. Uh, yeah, you know? must have been a bad criminal to get caught back in the 70s if you murdered someone because there was no DNA. Like the whole Stephen, I'm watching that t- uh, making a murderer thing. Yeah. Now you can't get away from DNA. If you're going to kill someone, you have to shave all your body hair off. You have Even to wear that. a latex suit. You got DNA and you have, then you have footprints and then you have, um, they can match something from your shoe. Fibers. Out, fibers. Yeah. But back in the day, all you needed was a handkerchief, and you just wiped the handle yeah. when you were done. Uh, yeah. Fingerprints gone. And an alibi. Just an alibi. Just someone who will say they were with you. I was shooting pool, pool with Rob yeah. at the bar. The one thing I didn't understand, though, is in The Godfather and why they would leave the gun. Like Michael, and they even gave Michael instructions, shoot him, leave the gun, and go. Well, he, yeah. he was leaving the DNA. Yeah, well, he was handing it to them. He, they didn't have DNA back then. But and, he didn't even wipe it down. But the gun, I believe, had uh, tape around it. It did. It had the duct tape in them, but they were witnesses, too. But it, you still, you take it with you. you, know, you, you don't want to help them out at all. But you can't get caught with it, is it I think, was their mentality. Yeah, I think they didn't like, want to. Yeah, that's why you always murder weapon. throw it in a river. That's yeah. what I always say. No. I'm going to go to a body First thing they do is drag the river. Well, then what do I do? Throw it in a fire? Tell them, Galvin. So I watch. Yeah, to balloons. I watch Dateline all the time, and they have all those real, real life crime things. So a guy kills somebody, goes to throw the gun, or it may have been a lady actually, goes to throw the gun into the river. Turns out, didn't throw it far enough. Landed, went over <laughs> the side, went over the side, and landed on, on the lip, like a yeah. thing right there. Yeah, and the guy goes, "You don't understand." He goes, "I've been a detect- detective for thirty-five years." He goes, "This is the best <laughs> break I've ever gotten in my We're life." We're never gonna find this gun, yeah, uh, Leo. I think we are. <laughs> it's right yeah, there, right there. Yeah, like how are you that bad? How are you that bad at do- doing stuff? Because people get nervous. Yeah. Oh yeah, people yeah. don't people plan panic. stuff out. Yeah, just. Take your time. It Trust was, me. It was a lady because I remember because uh, she was in a uh, holding cell just blabbing away. Yeah, so then I killed the guy. And yeah. it's like, oh, you're terrible. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I could see how g- getting nervous. If I, I'm not, I don't have it in me to kill someone, but I could see how that could happen. Like I get in an argument with Caitlin. 
And I'm like, hey, you got to listen to me. And then I shake shaking her. Shaking her? Yeah, well, I'm not saying I am, yeah. but I can see yeah, how we yeah. get in a passion argument. And I'm shaking her. I'm going, come on, calm down. Her head hits a wall. And then all of a sudden, I freak oh. out. And I have to chop her up in yeah. pieces. Put her in the freezer. Don't ever. Are we on the air? <laughs> no, I, I always think about that. Like, I like um, if you were shaking your girl and she hit her head yeah. in the movie, you were like, just call the cops. It was an accident. Yeah. But then all the bad stuff happens. Uh, yeah, not, exactly. Oh. Lose your job. Then I go, oh, now I start panicking. Oh, I'm you'll be fine. You won't lose me. your job. Well, the, well, if, I, if I hit her, yeah, I would. Eh. Call in from the slammer. <laughs> don't you, see, you don't trust us Show yet. prep. Yeah. You don't trust us I'm I'm against, uh, obviously, hitting women. If yeah. you hit her, that'd be a problem. But if you had another crime... And you you just call us. We'll take care of it. Okay. Yeah. Hitting a woman, I can't cover that. On, I'm going to start smuggling drugs. Yeah. Like, if you got caught with a bunch of drugs in your butt, we'd fix that. Yeah. We'd be like, oh, it's for the show. Yeah, Don't worry right. about See it. See how much you can Don't right. hit a woman, but if you do, <laughs> kill her. Yeah. Yeah, make it All so she can't talk. Yeah. <laughs> Happy Friday. You uh, stole it over there, uh, Carmen. Dig bad. I'm leaving the room. <laughs> Dingy. That was a dingy. Uh, dingy broad. <laughs> Would you rather bang Alice or um, what was Bonnie Franklin's name? I don't remember from one day at a time. Bonnie. Mm, maybe. Uh, Alice or Bonnie. Ooh. Uh, Alice younger. Maybe. I don't know. She has she has a very handsome face. She's very. Uh, oh, Alice? Yeah. Alice yeah, is awfully manly. There is nothing about Bonnie Franklin that's yeah, sexy I know. to it's me. It's red and small and. She looks now, like she smells like oh. carrots. Mackenzie Phillips was on that show, and she played like a bad older teen daughter, which is great because she really was. She was mm. so bad. She was banging her own father. Nice. Um, oh, yeah. Remember what? that? Yeah. yeah, I was yeah. going to say, remember when she banged Mick Jagger, but yeah, when you bang your own dad, I guess that Wasn't beat. she on the Disney Channel for a while, too? No. Yeah, no, she was. She, she was. was. On, she was on a TV yeah. show where they were psychic detectives. Yeah. I remember watching right. that, and then I remember hearing the stories of her having sex with her own father. Weird. Yeah, she was she was never good looking to me either. She just was always no. she's the epitome of the seventies. Well, yeah. see to me there's something like I look at that and I go, Wow, that like she's such a whore that that turns me on. I'm like, Man, that's sexy. No, I mean we all had a girl like that in the building, you know? We knew she was the drugged out whore. But it became more sad than anything else. Yeah. Steve and Julie Weintraub here for the Golden Diamond Source. If you're thinking about getting engaged, Golden Diamond Source is your one-stop destination. Shop, compare, and save at the Golden Diamond Source. 3800 Olmerton Road. Or online at goldendiamondsource.com. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.